I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. Here we are. Hello. Sorry about that. I got held up. I'm, I'm sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Tone, how are you? Good. I just asked you how you were when we talked with each other for five hours yep. a second ago. I apologize for that. Do you drink? How much do you drink during the week? Uh, weekdays right now, probably. Well, if we're talking Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm the days you're really, really, you know, supposed to get ready for work. I would say one or two of those days. Okay, definitely less notice, now. Do you notice when people now three of the four people here drink fairly often? Double A, I don't think drinks very much at all. I don't even know if Double A drinks. He might, but it goes I think to when, a drinking establishment. Right? When we say that's true, it goes to the lounge. Um, when when we say drink, I think a lot of people drink is a different definition to them and us. When when we say went out drinking or drank last night, I think people think to excessive of inebriation, of total inebriation. Do you think a lot of people I don't really get that way very often age, anymore. I don't either. Do you think a lot of people are like age falling down drunk yeah. like feet out over the bed extended because some Loaded. wise tale told you that would make the room stop spinning? You got to really? put your knee, I never heard of that. knee mm. on the ground. Is that one? Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, I I don't get like knee that anymore. On the ground? Yeah, you lay halfway on. You might have to do it from the couch if your bed is too high. Oh my god. I mean, I am um, I I I don't know if it's advanced is the right term because some would argue that yeah, there, there's these clinical definitions of what alcoholism is, and the clinical definitions are something, for me, it's crazy, but for other people, I'm sure it yeah. holds true, so I do sound like an alcoholic right now saying that. It's like three drinks, like, oh, if you have more than three drinks, like three days a week, you're drunk, and I'm like, no, that's not the way I think about it. Yeah. Uh, I think about alcoholism is I wake up, and I'm fiending for a drink, and I might take one. You know, like when we watch you get those the DTs, the delirium tremens. Yeah, yeah, and then like you watch those old soap operas, and they're drinking scotch at, you know, eleven a.m. and then they put it back, and then a little bit later on, then they go out for a liquid lunch, and then come back, and then they're drinking more. Like that seems to me to be a little more indicative of alcoholism. Okay, like, but well, like, what what about like Winston Churchill? Would you consider him a functioning alcoholic back yeah, when probably. he lived? Did you ever hear of his schedule? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Should I explain Winston mm-hmm. Churchill's schedule? Okay. Mm-hmm. So Winston Churchill, the former and it's topical today since Boris Johnson is retiring in England, is Bo- the previous prime minister, or one of the previous prime ministers, I should say, uh Winston Churchill, probably their most famous prime minister. Uh, would start his day at 7.30 in the morning, and he would sit in bed until about 11 or 11.30, about 11 a.m. 
is he would sit. Now, this is all from memory. He would sit in bed until about 11 a.m. He would eat in bed, and he would work in bed. He would just sit there mm-hmm. in bed, and he would drink. I think he would have what they call a weak whiskey in bed and sip it. Then he would take a bath because he, he was famously, why stand mm-hmm. when you can sit? Um, he would take a bath, go to work for like an hour or two, then go eat lunch. And I guess lunch was a big affair where he drank heavy whiskey. And then he'd take a walk in his garden, take another nap at like 5 o'clock, wake up at like 6.30, go to dinner at 8, and he would drink at dinner. So he's drinking whiskey throughout the day, eating heavy dinners, and then he would work until like 1 or 1.30 mm-hmm. or even 2 in the morning and go to bed and wake up five hours later. And his whole thing was efficiency. He gets two days out of one. Because yeah. if he's sleeping five hours to go to bed and then he's sleeping for another, like he would take a nap. I think it was he'd take a nap at five and wake up at 6.30. So technically he's only sleeping six and a half hours a day. Mm-hmm. Instead of, we, we think if he wakes up at 7.30 and he's doing all this laying around in bed, you know, whatever. But is that to you functioning alcoholism? Yeah, yeah it certainly sounds like but it. But it was just like whatever. But like for us, like I, I said to Andy yesterday, I said, I really don't have any alcohol during the week anymore. People are surprised by that. Um, just because I go to bed, like there were times, I, I I do, I it's kind of become a running gag that I don't sleep very much at all. But it's also the thing of, I used to be able to just go to sleep at six every now and then. Like when was it? It might have been a couple of weeks ago. No, because I was sick. But everybody just loaded up and went to bed. Not got loaded, but just went to bed at like 6.30. And that was the first time in a long time I was able to do that. And I've been able to do that before. Just, you know what? Going to bed. 6.30, I don't care. I'm going to wake up at 3, and I'm going to get 9 hours, and away we go. And I always felt, I always thought that that would work and make me feel a lot better. It doesn't. It's like you get too much sleep. But um, every now and then I was just tired and I'd have to do it. Now I don't do that, so I don't drink. During the week, Monday through Thursday, I I have, I mean, I can count on one hand the time that I've had any drink of alcohol those four days since. Do you feel better without it? Um, uh, there's days where the days are stressful. And so maybe I'd like to have a drink, but then I go, why, what's the point of me drinking? Why am I drinking right now? Am I drinking for stress? Am I drinking for nerves? Am I drinking for sadness? Mm-hmm. Um, there are times where I think it's appropriate to drink for sadness. My mother died. I went and got loaded. Um, yeah. I think that's oh, yeah. okay when that happens. But like, if I'm sad every day and I'm drinking every day, well, that's clinical depression, and we need to mm-hmm. we need to do something about this. So I, I, it's a weird fine line that guys like you and me, and I'm gonna throw in the into the mix, are more than willing to walk right up to. Yeah, and I know I'm just not gonna be able to get away with drinking to the levels that I did in my 30s. My 30s took it to another level. Really? And not even, I don't know. For not a big guy, you're very good at drinking. That's part of the fun we I have with you. Well, he's practiced. Yeah. Well, well, practice makes I, perfect. Oh, I do think, like, I can feel it coming on if I get a little excited. There's a lot of people around. And I'm like, wow, I'm going too hard to start this whole thing out. Like, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're trying to run a 10K, has, yes. you, you do not want to... We've had a couple, went to a couple Guardians games where they they do that $2 beer in right field before the game. We get there early, and they'll go down easy, and I'll tell my wife, like, hey, uh, going to be a change in plans on how we get home tonight. 
Yeah, well, it'll catch up to you, too, in the yeah. sun. The sun, there's no yes. doubt. But there is an excitement to where I'll get a little ahead of myself. The problem is, like, Saturday. Because I knew I had to work Friday and Sunday. Uh, excuse me. I had to work Saturday and Monday. So Sunday, went out to my buddy's club, and I got a little ahead of myself. And we had some friends in from out of town. And the weather was gorgeous. It was just perfect. I was so happy to be out because I know those days are numbered for a while yeah. with everything going on. And I got a little ahead of myself. And then someone ordered shots. And I haven't been doing the shots thing for a couple of years now, yeah. really. So when you're already ahead of the game and then your buddy's in town, you can't pass up the shot. Like, it's just it's mm. weird at that point. Is that a tradition it's for you tequila. guys? Yeah, I mean, you know, Ugh. we used to at the Cavs games and everything. I mean, it was shots, 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 shots. And there were some of those nights where it was too much and room was spinning. You better yeah. find a way to get home. Uh, Uber and home. Uber was a godsend, no doubt about it. Um, but that day, I'm like, I got to stop. And so I mixed in waters, which younger me would have never done. That's the key. And food. I got chicken tenders. You don't eat I know. barely at all. But, and then when you're drinking, you rarely talk yeah, about you. But so I knew this was going to happen, and I'm like, I got to eat. I got to eat chicken tenders. And it served me well. I was able to drink for like 10 straight hours. And it worked out, and no more shots. Like we were done with shots, and I can nurse. I can nurse a drink if I need to. Um, it becomes much in the same way that baseball players in the dugout they have that need to have something in their mouth at all times. Yeah. Uh, when I'm in public and with my friends like or at an event, I gotta have a drink. Yeah. And I guess that comes back to a clinical definition of alcoholism. <laughs> if you feel like you need Fair. to have a drink, it's like a tick then I, 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 it probably is not good. But I know. These... What if you like to watch Ken Burns' Prohibition while drinking? You know what? I am not a drinker while watching movies and stuff. I, I, really? I, I noticed this in recent years. I've tried it, and I'm like, no, because I just start looking at my phone, and I start texting, and anything catches my attention is more interesting than what I'm watching. So I put the phone away. To watch any shows now, really? you know, I was like, yeah. like Ozarks, the final season wrapped up this year, and the first two episodes, which I was so excited about it, I'm like, I'm looking at my phone, and all these episodes came out at the same time, and I'm binging through these episodes just to get through them, and I'm not appreciating any of it. Mm-hmm. So you got to put the phone away. You just, you just got to do it, and then the drinking. Uh, in addition, just doesn't make sense for me because I'm not going to focus. I'm not going to pay attention. I just think it makes me sharper during the week. And I don't know. It's like By the time I get home, if I finish dinner and it's 8 o'clock, mm-hmm. and I'll drink w- while eating, obviously, but depends. If I'm having spaghetti, I'm not a big wine guy, so I'm probably just not going to drink any alcohol. Because I'll, I'll drink beer with dinner, but I'm not drinking beer. Mm. I'm not drinking beer with noodles, carbs, yeah, ain't yeah. happening. It's just like eating bread twice. Ain't yeah. going to happen. And it just doesn't taste It doesn't taste good. It doesn't taste right. The, 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 the pasta doesn't taste good. You know what I still like to do? We don't, we don't carry, and I haven't carried in my house since I lived in Parkersburg. In my what? apartment since Parkersburg. I haven't carried pop, okay, because I like it. No. And I tried to phase it out of my life because in college and before college, I was drinking way too much. Mm. In high school. This is a problem developed in high school. Way too much pop or booze? Pop. Pop. Okay. So I, I, I drank way too much. And we're talking. Like, I remember we had the pop machines. Um, and I had access to Rome. Like, my final two years of high school. I was able to do whatever the hell I wanted to do. I just picked all the right, you know, classes, t- yeah. the, the, the classes, the study halls, the lunches. I had full run of the place. 
And it, a lot of it went to the pot machine. It was a lot of pot machines. So I realized when I went to college, got to start working out. Got, I, look, I look like a skinny twig. I'm not healthy. And so I cut pop out of my life for four years. So I did not have a pop for four years. That was the most discipline I've ever showed in my life wow. in anything. And then I reintroduced it. I'll never forget it. It was a college graduation party. And I'm like, you know what? I haven't had a Coke in so long. I'm going to drink a 12-ounce freezing cold out of the cooler. You know, you have after graduation parties, you have yeah. your alcohol coolers. And you have, you have your like, pop cooler. Man, I forgot what this tasted like. I got to have one, and I've got to show some discipline. I need to mm-hmm. prove to myself that I can. And I did. I had one. I was like, this is amazing. And I didn't have another one for like six months. Wow. So I proved to myself at that point. I'm like, the rest of my life, I can do this as a treat. And I have. I've been able to do pop as a treat to where you mentioned noodles. I like to have with either if it's pizza night or just like a pasta night. Mm -hmm. I'd like to have one Coca-Cola. And you realize how little that is. That's like nothing. Especially you throw some ice no, in they it. scare the yeah. hell out of you when they put the bag of sugar next to it. I know. And stuff. That's all know. intended to scare you. It is. Um, but you just drink one, and if you can show the discipline, then I think you can get away with it for anything. I can't. I can't. It's the... Uh... But I don't like diet. Like, you drink diet. Yeah. I think it even, tastes terrible. And even then, you know, it's like, eh. Um, you know, it's at the same thing where it's like, you know, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it, right? But it's like I gotta have some. If I drink water all day, and I like water, I don't. I have no problem with the taste. I love of water. water. By the way, I've gotten to love, especially because of Sarah. I've gotten to love water with a meal. If you would have told me that ten it's years gotta ago, be on ice. it's got to be ice. It's got to be on ice. Well, we we have a water machine, and I drink spring mm-hmm. water, and it's different. We go out to Elyria White House spring water. It's amazing. Go give me a taste. And we go out there. And I get 20 gallons every three weeks, and that stuff is gone. That's good. You go no, through 20 fine. gallons. Yeah. But it's cheap. It's water. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's quarter it. a gallon. Here you go. When you I pay. needed quarters for the parking meter yeah. outside, that's where mm-hmm. I got my quarters He's at, paying too. five but, bucks. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? That's great. Way cheaper than if you bought the cases or the gallons at the supermarket. He's right. But, like, I'll, I'll drink. My dad does not like the taste of water. And he has to force himself to drink water because his doctor will tell him. You have to to drink water. He does. It's like OJ or it's OJ OBJ, mm-hmm. where OBJ doesn't like water. He doesn't like the taste of it. And uh, my dad is the same way. And so the 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 flaw my parents had, other than smoking in front of me, was they just let me drink pop as a kid. Mm-hmm. I me too. And I do think that naturally slowed down my metabolism. But with you, you see, you're interesting. Because you said you were just skinny. Remember, Vic Travagliani is mm-hmm. that Vic Travagliani eats worse than any of us. He does. He He's got eats, the worst diet I've ever seen. He, he honestly, his insides have to be rotting. That's why I like doing Browns games with him, though, because he'd show up with yes. sixteen egg McMuffins. Yes, and he didn't buy them for everyone. He just goes nah, for him. Here, here, have one. Yeah, he would just overbuy, and that would be his thing. But he would. He, I'm telling you, he would come in. The, the late, the late great Eddie Millars would do that. Where he yep. wasn't, he wasn't this big fat fatty at all. I mean, Eddie had disabilities. There was nothing yeah. to Eddie. That's but, why I was always scared. But with for him. Eddie, yeah, but with Eddie, it's like dude, he brought it in every day. Mm. And I'd look at him going, "Listen, I'm a big fat tub, Eddie. That can't be good for you. That's coming from me. Mm-hmm. That can't be good for you, buddy." And I like, but if you look, if you I think seen, when you've had the health scares Eddie's had in his life, fair, I think fair. you are pretty good. 
with whatever happens. But, right. Yeah. And you realize you have a lifespan that's not going like to be with others. Yeah. He did like the taste of it. That's right. Um, which actually I want I did want to bring up something else when it comes to um, you know, people we've lost uh, coming up here in a bit. But like if you stood Vic and I next to each other, you'd definitely guess that I have the worst diet, and I wouldn't blame anybody for saying that, but Vic easily has the worst diet of anybody I've ever known. And he is very, very thin. So you know his insides just have to be rotted, blackened, terrible. And he'll probably and he'll end up living yeah. to be a hundred. He'll yeah, he'll he'll live way he'll live way longer than There's I do. There's just never any rhyme or reason to it. Um but no, the the whole thing with alcohol, I don't want to turn into a person though, and this is what I'm 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 being careful about. Cause I I wanted Liz. I, I wish I would have done the study and had Liz see what I spend on beer and whiskey during the week before I got the second job and then after I got it. Because I know I'm not spending as much. But I don't want to be a person who turns Friday night, Saturday, Sunday into a binge. I don't want to do that. Because I never binged on Friday night, Saturday, Sunday. Now, for me, I mean, how many, for you and I, and this is probably, there's probably going to be some people who don't like hearing this. How many, do you, do you want to say how many beers you can have in a sitting? In a day? Maybe not a sitting, but in a day. Well, on a Saturday for Anthony Lima, working out in the yard... From from beginning of the day when you want to start having beers okay, until the end of would, the day. When we would bar hop in Tremont, and there'd be a reason, and my buddies, you just get there's an excitement when your friends are there and you're like, ah, they're away from their wives, they're away from their kids. Yeah. Uh, maybe I get to corrupt them a little bit. Maybe this night ends up at Barley House or some club when I was too old to even be these places. We'd start the drinking, you know, 2, 3 o'clock. I mean, there'd be a wardrobe change. Yeah. It'd be a go home and a and a quick spritz in the oh, shower yeah. Oh, yeah. and a wardrobe change. And during the wardrobe change in the shower, there'd be a drink in the shower. Oh, yeah. Like that could not have been healthy. So mm. to even estimate, and I mean, it's just and everyone starts buying you drinks, buying you drinks, and then but I'm talking there about is a drink in my hand for ten straight hours. Forty-one year old tone. Yeah, I'm I'm weaning off that. You're going to liquor. Well, yeah, because I'm enjoying liquor more. Yeah. I, I enjoy you like bourbon more. I you enjoy, didn't like bourbon. I am minute. loving bourbon. I'm loving it. Even you know, maybe a little whiskey, not so much gin, except for a Negroni. Do not give away the Scotch conversation. We're having that on yeah, the yeah. regular radio show. Yeah, yeah. We we have a lot to say about that. But bourbon, I have gained such an appreciation for Sorry, and enjoy it so much that I can sit there and the swigs get bigger. You know, it's always that first taste. You're like, oh, okay, and even that's kind of gone, which is scary to me. Mm-hmm. Well, but when it you just find gets one that deeper. Ag- when you find one that agrees with you, yeah, that because there's some that are, you know, they call it fire water, and it's like it's burning. You need to cut that with some water sometimes. But there's a couple out there that are not expensive, and yeah. you can. No, it's true. I'll put a big ice cube in the first on one. Yeah. I may put the big ice cube in the second one, and then after that, it's straight pours, and it, you could take it. Like you could just handle it after yeah. that. I got into a real line, a, a real uh, run of Black Velvet mm-hmm. Old Crow, and that's bottom shelf whiskey. I'm starting to notice that the after effects hit me different than what it would. I actually do feel different after effects now. My, my body, when I was 29, my body didn't know the difference. At thirty five. Do we drink 36, ice beer when we were in college? Like uh, your yeah. body your it does change over time. Yeah. 
And I'm noticing that it's starting to affect me differently if I drink Black Velvet as opposed to drinking Jack Daniels. Now, I know for some of you guys <laughs> no. out there, Jack Daniels is swill. I don't give a damn. I like Jack Daniels. But that and all that, depends on the amount of sugar that they use to, that's a good point. to make that. Yeah. The worse you feel the next day. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And Black Velvet <laughs> is very caramel, so I'm sure there's a lot of sugar yeah. in Black Velvet. And uh, so I, I've been doing less Black Velvet. I used to only get Jack Daniels on special occasions. Which is, people go, are you serious? Yes, I really like Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jack Daniels. I see, I see, see you that's my... when we were at either you know, Lago, Pier W, anywhere we went to have a nice fancy man night out. Yeah. You you would do the doubles. Of Jack Daniels, and, not anything else. And... and and you know what, Jack? I was—I remember when I was alone in Syracuse for the first like three months. Didn't know anybody, and they were very competitive in sports at mm-hmm. all the stations. And then we all became friends. It was so silly. It's like, who's the new guy in town? And then I did the same thing to the new guy in town at the other affiliate. But for three months, I was doing Jack. I don't even like Jack and Coke. I was wow. doing Jack and Coke and then Jack and Diets because I was like, well, Jack and Cokes can't be healthy for you. Yeah. So I went to Jack and Diets. Okay, and I would look at that bottle and go, I drank how many of these mm. before I went out? Mm. And I would go out by myself. That's a weird thing when you're in a new town. Yeah. But I was always really good at sitting at the bar, posting up, and making conversation with anybody. And then that's how I made my friends. Are there certain alcohols, certain, not, not alcohols, but even brands that you have that you, you assign to certain days of your life, certain moments in your life? Like for me, I'll give you a couple examples to try to help you out. So I would say Jack Daniels on vacations or or or, time, or nights out or special occasions. Um, I would Negroni 
when you mention Negroni, mm-hmm. I will only drink gin if I'm with you having a Negroni. Yeah, right. I'm not going to drink gin mm-hmm. at any other time. Um, Fireball is Halloween trick-or-treating. Oh, okay. Uh, Which I'm going to have this year. Yes. Bushlight, 90 degrees outside, sweating yep. your ass off. Want something in me to get me going, but also don't want to be sitting there because if I drink, if I sit there and I drink but, but ice, which mm-hmm. I am no stranger to the to the uh, the three pack, three dollar holla. I remember how it yeah. tastes. I it's been a long yeah. time, but that taste never leaves you. Oh yeah, or the ice house with the one time I went to mm-hmm. uh, I went to the Giant Eagle in West Park, which isn't there anymore. There's two Giant there used to be two Giant Eagles in West Park, and I went to the Giant Eagle in West Park. They had the ninety nine cent ice house. Liz went to work. This is when we were living in in West Park. Liz went to work. I went and got ten of them and like had them all within an hour and oh didn't even realize God. it because I was doing I was out in the yard and it was hot as hell out and just one after another and I sat down I finally sat down and I like couldn't get back up and I went oh my God I'm smashed it is one in the afternoon <laughs> and I am hammered because ten times two that becomes twenty beers dude, and that's iced a- beer and it's like oh my God what did I just do to myself dude it's those we we would do um. When I was living in Tremont, and we would oh, do the day the drinking, Sorry. we would do the supercharged Coronas. Yeah, supercharged Corona for my buddies. They look like the the uh, Winklevoss twins. They're both like six <laughs> three, uh, great athletes and everything. Uh, and he goes, "Hey, do you want that supercharged?" I'm like, "Let's get up, like whatever. We don't care." And so he'd, uh, you know, take the Corona out and throw a shot. What would he throw in there? Would it be? It would just be vodka. We just throw vodka. Have to yeah, be, yeah. vodka in there, and then you know you 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 put the lime and turn it over, or whatever. And I drank those. I'm like, this is pretty good, dude. Two of those in the sun, the first nice day of the year, like Memorial Day weekend, and we have the extra weekend, dude. I shut down. I my day drinking ended at like it's such an excitement to be out and see people on patios. I'll never forget that time. We are out there. I started the day with we probably had three of those. And then we had shots out and about. Seven o'clock came around, and you know we had a table. We had a whole bottle service night that was ahead of us. We were going to meet all these girls out and everything. Dude, I was in bed by seven thirty. It was the end, and it ruined the weekend. <laughs> all because I was in the I was in the sun, having the best of times. Yeah, and it just it was like a rookie moment. That's pacing is another yeah. thing you learn with time. I had a moment where when we lived in Tremont, Lizzie and I, they have Ale Fest. Do they still have Ale Fest in Tremont? They brought it back this year. Okay. Yeah. We went to Ale Fest. Yeah. Liz's friend's sister, keep up with that, uh, worked for one of the distributorships. And you had eight tickets. And I'm sitting there going, these eight ounce pours. I remember the the famous line was, these eight ounce pours ain't going to do it. <laughs> and so I had my buddy over. We're drinking. We're, uh, the, the couple that, that set Liz and I up, they're over. I'm drinking whiskey. getting. Sm- I'm working. The worst thing you can do is go out with a plan of attack. You have <laughs> to let exactly the night come to you, you and play it safe. But I went out with a plan of attack. And by the middle of the day, I'm behind the counter. I'm not going to say they're a distributorship. I'm behind the counter going, one for you and one for me and one for you. And I am obliterated, fall down, embarrassing drunk at three in the afternoon. My buddy Brett walks me back to my apartment. I lay down in bed, get the spins. Mm. Like I, When oh, I stop God, the spins, I, I say, stop. I'll say it out loud and it'll stop. And then four o'clock, they're in, I could hear them in the dining room because we had a dining room in this apartment. Did you rally? 
No. There was no rally. I went to the bathroom and got sick in the... I got This is going to sound gross. I got sick in a waste paper basket, poured it down the toilet, hosed it off in the shower, oh, went back to bed, woke back up at like 9. They were leaving. They were they were planning to spend the night. They decided to leave. <laughs> you ruined it all. I ruined the night. I woke back up at 2.30. I go, what did I do? But I'm going to tell you this. I was 26 at the mm. time. That's a decade ago. And I go, got to learn from this mistake. Can't can't go out on a mission or you are going to end up in bad trouble. Do not do that again. You got to learn from the mistakes, man. So maybe it's made you a bit of a better drinker over time learning from those mistakes? I think so. The problem that I've always gotten nervous about is the functionality of it. True. That you are so confident in your ability to be functional with it, you wonder how bad that can get because you see there are functional alcoholics, there mm-hmm. are functional drug addicts, and they get their work done, they have their careers, they have their relationships, but there's something kind of in the background festering that you're masking your problems. You're masking your problems with all that stuff. Now, my hope is, and I, I, I haven't really had specific conversations about this with Sarah or anything. You know, let's be honest. Why, why was I drinking that much in my 30s in Tremont on beautiful days? Because I wanted to see where the night was going to take me. <laughs> hey, Kenny, I had, say what you want. Say, what, sorry, say what you want. Do you, right do, the there, there used to be people that would... Ooh. That would act like I was making all our, my stories up. Because you would come back. You'd live vicariously through me and my stories on Mondays. And the fact was, it was the opposite. I wasn't even telling people half of the stuff I was doing and getting away with. And it probably, honestly, wasn't good. It was it was to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. for the loneliness that was existing inside me. I wonder, having a child now... If that is going to be such a game changer, not that I'm going to go sober. That's never happening. I, I, I just enjoy being out and about with drinks too much. But will it change me and the way that I approach? Because doing all that in my 30s was to make me feel better for what I was missing. Well, now the thought is, I'm not going to be missing anything. Well, it depends on, it depends on a lot of things. It depends. Because we all have, and Owen can attest to this as well, we all have different social circles once we have children. Now, if you have two children... That's already happening. Yeah, there's a difference there. And, I mean, you'll be a father of a daughter. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. you'll be a father of a son, a a masculine child. Have to get Um, that girl dad t-shirt. Oh, yeah, you got to wear those. (laughs) Um, But he he will be a, a father of a masculine child at some point. But, like, my neighbors, like, we got nine boys in our neighborhood. Okay, and my neighbors and I just we either sit in my driveway or his driveway. Usually his driveway because how the sun comes down, and uh, you got eyes. And he likes to drink as much as you and I and mm-hmm. Owen does. So yes. that has become our basically the bar. I don't go. To, I don't. I I feel guilty going to bars. My yeah. children are small. I don't have a lot of time at home. Uh, I I've said I the only time I really enjoy bars. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel I've always felt guilty. I haven't been to a bar. Come to think of it. I don't know the last time, me, that I have been to a bar not yeah. eating. Yeah. So I kind of, that's my cheat. Uh-huh. But I can't remember the last time that I've gone to the bar, sat down, and had an hour, hour and a half, two hours worth of drinks. That has not happened in a long time. But I also think that's going to change here in probably Jonah's three, so in about 10 years. You might get back after it. Well, no, because think about this. Of a son, of a son who can drive, another son who will be probably old enough to drive at that point. Jonah will be able to go around and do whatever he wants. They're just going to be in the homeless. So it's not like I'm taking care of them anymore. They're going to have to fend for themselves. And Liz and I are going to have, and there may be some Fridays. 
Don't want to speak about anybody else's personal business around here. Mm. But there might be some Fridays go, you know what? Ain't got TV tonight. Let's go on over here to streets. Let's see what they got going on over here. Might as well. Like that. I'm fine with that. It's not like it's not a judgment thing. It's a it's a scary thing. And there's also there's it's a personal thing, not a scary thing. But it's also ingrained a little bit because, yeah, my my grandfather on my mother's side was a terrible alcoholic. It would just like sit him mm. at the end of the bar, give him a pop, whatever. I got to get this in. And it's like, no, oh, this is no. That was back when you smoked in bars mm. and things like that. So, I don't know. That was no big thing. I'll tell you, though, that there's, for that me. Is, it's, 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 it was a big thing that, that has affected me to now. Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I understand. Same thing. I grew up in bars. I mean, mm. sad to say. Mm. I, I think a lot of people did. Um, at at the time we grew up in bars. I knew everybody that was at the bar in Chesterland. I knew all the parents that were at the bar, people that were there way too much, people that shouldn't be there. You knew when people were there, they shouldn't be with, you know, uh, that was always something that was eye opening. But for me, there is still nothing better. Pound for pound. You can, you can have parties. You can have the tailgates. Those are all fun. There's nothing better to me than no responsibility the next day. You and at least four of your friends Okay, real good friends, not fake friends, not fast friends, not some acquaintances that have become your friends because of your girlfriend or your wife. None of that. Your friends at a bar, sporting event on, no responsibility the next day, and you all have rides home somehow, some way. That's a good time. That is a great time as long as it's not too loud. You are having a great time. Somebody goes, screw it. I'm going to play some music. I'm going to do the touch tune. used to be, you know, put the quarters in. Now it's the touch tunes or whatever. I'm controlling the, the juke for the next hour, hour and a half. Then you start seeing other people, and it's just, there's no better. When it comes there's together. No yeah. better. But how many times is that magical night, the perfect game, how often is that going to happen now? Not anymore. It won't. Not anymore. I can already tell it's not, not happening. And I'm friends, getting depressed about it. No, because your friends are... Sarah, get out of my life. My friends would growing up are no more Lima Barker out there. <laughs> like my buddy, li- my one buddy lives in Wayne County, and like there's a picture I have of my one buddy yelling at my other buddy, and it's like ah, it, I love the picture, and you could tell like you could tell they're in the middle of an argument and they're cussing each other out, and they're not like about to fight each other. It's just that that's who they are, and I'm like that sucks. I'm I don't know when the next time that's going to be. I don't know if there is going to be yeah. another next time. So that that photo, it's in my phone. And it's actually saved on multiple computers, so I never lose it. Is um, is something that sticks with me. But I'll tell you, I, I, we do have to bring up something else. Now we can talk booze any other time. Okay. This is going to be a weird thing to bring up, and I I know you want to do the walk off shot, but I have to talk about this. You you had me listen to the Dan Lebetard, Hank Goldberg, obituary. Not a tribute. It certainly wasn't a tribute. <laughs> In a way, I think you could construe it as a tribute, uh, though. Did you at all think of yourself and your own mortality while they were doing the obituary of Hank Goldberg? 100%. Hank Goldberg, Hammer and Hank from ESPN. 100%. Are you asking if at some point I sat there and thought about if I'm in radio for the rest of my career in Cleveland, Ohio, and then let's say it's radio or the next the next uh, iteration mm-hmm. of radio, whatever that is, uh, whatever seizes hold of the audience that we have, a very robust audience. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I absolutely was thinking, like, what happens when I go? Any of the people we feuded with, although we've played pretty nice with everybody, any of the people that maybe we've influenced? Is that cocky of me to say that I think we have probably influenced Hopefully. people just the way we were? We were totally Hopefully. influenced by Les, Triv, 
Bruce Drennan. Yeah. Riz. I mean, yeah. all the people I listened to growing up. And there's a little bit of those people in all of us. Mm-hmm. And then you forge your own identity. And now we have had our interns. We've had our young listeners. Think about all the people that have gotten into the business because they were like, man, those guys are stealing money. It's our turn. I, I, I need, I'm better than those guys. I have better takes. I'm more up to speed on the salary cap. I'm, I'm better at, uh, at my Browns takes and those guys. Like I, I can diagram plays. Those guys coming up. Like, yeah, you wonder, you wonder how people are going to talk. I think that's in any profession, right? You don't. Mm-hmm. Ours is a little more public than others. Did it scare you straight? Not straight, but it did. Did it make you think twice about some of the? Not that you. You've been nice to everybody for the most part. I've been nice to everybody. I think you've I've been, been nice way to nicer than I have. Okay, but yeah, but at the same time, like, it kind of startled me because I'm very close with you. I'm very close with Owen. I was very close with Kenny. I'm not going to lie to you. I listened to that, and I so- I started to panic a little bit because, and I'm just going to call out our business, like, Anthony Alford is doing a good job, but I do wish he'd tell us more about himself. Mm-hmm. He There's there's a wall there, and I don't know how to crack it. And I know he can hear this right now, but there's a wall there, and I don't know how to crack it. And it's like, someday he's going to move on. And it's like, I'm trying to get him open. And for whatever reason, the the Hank Goldberg thing, because I get, I did not, I don't listen to Dan Levitard. I, I never have. Mm-hmm. I got nothing against the guy. I got nothing against the show. It just, I never really got a chance to listen. And the times I got a chance to listen, and maybe it was off season or whatever. It was just background noise. I know that people love the show. I got nothing mm-hmm. but respect for those people. Don't get me wrong. But it didn't have the same impact on me. And I'm hearing a very successful group of people just eviscerate Another a guy who was a very, yeah. a very successful man in Florida. And honestly, the clips that I heard, because I never heard Hank Goldberg's radio show. Mm-hmm. I knew him from ESPN. You knew him from ESPN. And the clips that yeah. I heard, I was appalled by. <laughs> and I un- underlined the word appalled. They played him. I go, how do you say this about somebody on the radio? Right. I go, Judas Priest. It was a wild, wild west I don't play- back then. I- I- Dan Levitard never said he hated him, but I was like, I wouldn't blame Dan Levitard for hating this dude's guts. Good God almighty. Oh, there was racist rhetoric. Oh, my there, God. There... The one clip they played was yeah. just deplorable. I'm, I'm dead serious, guys. Mm-hmm. It was just deplorable. And I, I just thought about that and I go, okay, I've tried to be real with people uh, with people we've, we've, we've worked with. I've tried to be honest with them. Is there a moment of too much honesty? Because, like, there's... Like I want to, I want to be open and honest with with Double A. I want to open up the kimono, but it's up, you know, it takes two sides to open up the kimono. And the other hand, the other end of it, you know, th- we're in a weird spot here where we get offered to go on some podcasts, right? And I try to go on as many podcasts as I'm asked because I, they're listeners, and I think it's important. And they all say they want to do radio, but at the same time, I think there's something to be said for. It's different when you have like anybody can have an opinion and have it put in a microphone put in front of their face. It's a totally different thing to move people along, and I think that that's kind of missing, in a way, because I don't think that you came up in TV. I came up doing the grunt stuff in radio, mm-hmm. and so I hear that and I go, I just I never want to be that guy, and I don't think that radio needs to be that way. But I also think there needs to be some open honesty about this. I really loved Mean Radio, though. I, I, I kind of, I kind of grew up did. on a lot of that stuff. And I just, man, old Howard Stern, old O and A. One night, I feel bad about this. 
one night a uh, a person you and I both know told me that every now and then you got to rip a collar. And I just took his took it as took his advice. This is here, and one caller called in, and I just tore him a total new. I kicked him. And a you new felt ass. bad about it, and then I felt bad. I go, that's not me. I go, there's callers that push my buttons, mm-hmm. and I've gotten into it with callers before. Don't get me wrong, I like it when we get in, get into it with callers, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I, I really want to mean it, and I didn't mean it then. And I go, who am I going to be? I don't know. It's so just, you were it, doing somebody else's version of what yeah. they thought a show should sound like. Like someday, Anthony, you and I are going to die, and someone's going to say not so nice things about us, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I've made peace with that. Yeah, your wife. But I mean, good God, I don't want to be remembered as a as a jerk. I don't want to be that way. Right, and but, I, they, but it, the, it does. It, it makes it, you think like, what are people going to say when words are spoken over you? I just wonder in that old radio world where it was the Wild Wild West, and there were ratings wars, vicious ratings wars. Back in the day when the ratings weren't even accurate, and yet you had everybody feuding over this stuff. Uh, do you think that one thing birthed the next? Meaning, do you think that the theater mm-hmm. that you thought people wanted to hear ended up creating creating this personality that really didn't exist? Like, did you have to rip callers and rip other radio show hosts because that's what you were told radio was. You didn't really mean it. And then over time you did mean it because it becomes your identity. You become that character. Possibly. Yeah. Eventually Dice Clay became Dice Clay. He was not Dice Clay. People don't realize that Andrew Dice Clay was one of five or so characters that he did. And then over time that was him. Andrew Dice Clay became the character. In the other way, and we know this from the HBO special, is that George Carlin started out basically as not George Carlin. Mm-hmm. He wasn't himself. Mm-hmm. And then he became himself. And in a lot of ways, like it's not not there's there's a comparison, but you just made it with comedians. Is like when we first started, when I first started, I actually had the chance to cut teeth and, and be someone I wasn't. I was told when I first started in a, on a show... I was the third wheel. They told me to be the foil and a mm-hmm. person who's mean to callers. Mm-hmm. And it lasted for about three weeks. I just couldn't do it. I just I, That was a thing back then. Management would tell you to be a character that the show needed. It yeah. wasn't about you and who you were and what made you special. Yeah. It was about your ability to act. And it, and it was terrifying in a way because... It's still I, a show in town I that go, does I'm, that. I, it just hit me one day. I go, I am not, Topeka, I am not in Topeka, Kansas. I'm in Akron. And my whole goal in life... Is people be, know you here. Yes, my whole goal in life is to be here in Cleveland. I go, mm. they're the same people. I go, am I going to go up there? Because my whole thought was to go up to the other station that's yeah. here. This this station did not exist. 92.3 The Fan did not exist. My whole goal, even though they I, I tried to apply and they never gave me a call back, not that I hold that against them, was to go to the other place. And, they, uh, and, and I said, if I ever get to the other place and the same people are there, there's going to be a huge difference here. There were a couple things I did differently because I thought I should earn it, but... The niceness. Uh, I'm just not a mean-spirited guy. You are. You couldn't like even that. fake it if you tried. Even though you guys make me out to be the biggest jerk ever, and I still I felt bad yesterday when I was getting ready for bed, and I thought of Owen hanging up on that poor Jason guy who called in and tried to say something nice during during two second <laughs> we did trivia. Not let and you guys him get hung there. Up on that the is not the point of two second I trivia. I understand it's not there are rules now. here, but You're at the same nice. time, Judas Priest, man. I was like, man, I hope that guy didn't like have a terrible day after that and just blame me for it. <laughs> I hope he did. All right. Are we done? I think we're done.
All right, we're going to talk booze again at another point. I had a lot of fun there. Uh, we better. Okay. You got any walk-off shots? I do not. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 